0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Barton Drake speaking. For tonight's drama, I selected case history number 68 from my book, Mystery is My Hobby. I call it Blackmail. Far out in the suburbs, a man walked along a quiet street. He seemed preoccupied. He passed the entrance to an apartment building. Then, he faced his steps and entered. Like an automaton, he moved to the door at the end of the corridor and knocked. Hello, Vera.
1: Well, it's about time you got here, Roy. Come on in. Did you bring the money? Did you bring the money? No. Why, you. I told you what would happen if you didn't bring it. Now, wait a
0: minute, Vera. I can get it. If you'll just give me more time.
1: More time, more time. That's all I've been hearing for a week, and I'm sick of it. You don't
0: understand, Vera. $5,000 is a lot of money.
1: Are you kidding? Roy's in beating about five grand, and he's worth millions? Oh, look, sucker. I wasn't born yesterday. That's
0: not true, Vera. I'm not worth millions. Whoever told you that was lying? I... I've i given you all the money I can raise.
1: Oh, stop blubbering. You're always worth such a whiner. But this time it isn't going to do any good.
0: I haven't got the money, Vera. You must believe me.
1: Oh yeah, I'll show you how much I believe you.
0: Vera, what are you going to do?
1: Listen and find out.
0: Vera, don't put down that phone. I
1: think you can make a sucker out of me, Roy?
0: Put down the phone, Vera.
1: What? Well, you mustn't point that gun at me. It might go off.
0: It is going off, Vera, and no one's going to know it better than you.
1: Roy, you're going to kill me.
0: That's right, Vera. I am. You were too greedy, you know. You should have been satisfied with what I was willing to give you. That's the trouble with blackmailers, Vera. They become too greedy. Oh, hey,
1: don't, Roy. Don't. Uh, I don't want the $5,000. I don't want anything honest, Roy.
0: You should have thought of that before. I honestly hoped you would. I hoped I wouldn't have to do this.
1: Listen to me, Roy. For old time's sake, listen to me.
0: It's too late, Vera. Nothing you can say will change my mind now. Oh,
1: you can't. You can't get away with it. You'll, you'll burn for it, Roy. No,
0: I won't. No, I won't. I've got everything set up for this, Vera. You had your chance, and now it's too late.
1: Oh, listen, Roy, please. I'll go away. You'll never see me again. I'll do anything, Roy. Only please. <coughs> Kevin, now you can't. Who is it? You can't shoot me now. You can't. Steve will know it with you. He'll tell the police. Sarah, open the door. What's the matter? All right, Steve, I'm coming. Just a minute, darling. Stop. Don't open
0: that door. You want him to find me here? He can't shoot me now. You don't dare let him find you here with me. Sarah,
1: open this door. I'll break it down.
0: Don't you see? Whoever Steve is, he'll be sore. How are you going to explain my being here with you alone?
1: You don't want to be found here, do you, Royce? I'm afraid of your precious reputation. Well,
0: it's just as bad for you, just Steve sounds as though he won't like it.
1: All right, Roy. This is one time the chips are evenly divided. Go out that door. There's a back way. Hail I'll be back, sir. Don't forget that. I'll be back. There, are there are All the right, door. Steve. Oh, Steve, I'm so glad to see you. I'll bet you are. Where is he? Steve, what are you talking about? Don't give me
0: any of that stuff. Where's the guy who was in here with you? Guy? Oh,
1: Steve, you know I... I know
0: you're a double crossing little chief. But he's pulling a double-cross on Steve camera.
1: There's no one in there, Steve. I don't know why you should think I'd do a thing like that.
0: You don't, huh? Well, let me tell you why. I've had a private dick watching this apartment for the past two weeks. Steve, you haven't. No? Been. Why do you think I came back here today? What's his name?
1: You're wrong, darling. There's nothing. A...
0: What's his name? Steve,
1: don't.
0: What's his name? Steve,
1: his name. Please.
0: You tell me, I'll beat it out please. of
1: you. Don't, Steve. Don't hit me again. I'll not hit me. again do not not hit me i will tell you.
0: That's I'll tell
1: you, Steve. Just don't hit me again. Steve. Look.
0: Hey, that door is opening. Turn
1: out the light.
0: Hey, <laughs> all I can tell you, Inspector Danton, is that I was standing in the alleyway out back at this apartment house when I heard someone holler serious, and then I heard the shot. It seemed to come from the first floor. Okay, Mike, what'd you do then? Why, sir, I ran in the back way, started toward the apartment where I figured the shot came from. And... Did you see anyone at all, Mike? I did, Mr. Ray. Huh? As I came up the steps into the back hallway, I saw someone disappear around the corner at the other end. But you have no idea who it was. No, sir, I don't. I don't even know if it was a man or a woman. What do you mean? You don't know whether it was a man or a woman, for gosh sake. I only got a glimpse, Inspector. The hallway was only dimly lighted. It could have been a small man or a woman wearing them flak things. And you didn't give chase, Mike? Oh, no, sir. I figured that finding out where that shot came from was more important. So I come in here, I see. and what did you find? Just what I told you, sir. This lady was lying on the floor in a pool of blood. I could see the bullet hole, and I sort of figured that she was dead. So you had headquarters and then a doctor. Yes, sir. Did I do wrong, sir? I didn't touch a thing. You did exactly right, Mike. Inspector, I suggest that patrolman Mike O'Connor be commended for his behavior in the monthly bulletin. Sure, sure, I'll take care of that. Only, right now, we haven't gotten anywhere on this case. I think we've gotten a long ways on this case, Inspector. First of all, we know that a man who came here quite often was called Steve, and that's important evidence. It is, eh? What good is it? I think that sooner or later, Steve is going to return to the scene. I suggest that we leave Mike on duty here. I'd like to talk to this. Steve. But, for crying out loud, you don't believe that stuff about the murderer returning to the scene of his crime, do you? No, but I believe Steve will return, Inspector. Mike, how about picking up your post outside the door while the inspector and I look around a bit more? Okay, no, me. Is that all right with you, Inspector? Sure, sure. Anything's all right with me. Stand outside the door, Mike. Yes, sir. What do we do now, Miss Frederick? Now, Inspector, we take a final look at these articles. I'll get it. Hello, Jaden, speaking. Yeah, Jim Wait a minute Let me write that down Okay, go ahead Flower Street, eh? Yep, I got it Thanks Jim, check the laundry marks on the dead woman's dress Her name is Mrs. Roy Vincent 222 Flower Street Well, that's interesting Why for crying out loud? What I want to know is who murdered her? Well, let's not be too hasty, Inspector Now, look this little black box with the figures written on it. What does it indicate to you? Nothing. I hate figures. Oh, I get it. You mean somebody was blackmailing somebody else, That's eh? exactly what I think, Inspector. Some babe was blackmailing Vincent. So his wife found out about it and came up here to ask a few questions. Then the babe shot her, huh? Mm, that sounds logical, Inspector, but I don't think it's accurate. Why not? In the first place, these figures are written in a man's handwriting. In the second place, why would the babe, as you call her, shoot the wife of the man she was blackmailing? Maybe the wife threatened it. Maybe it was self-defense. But why would Mrs. Bitton threaten her? She'd be more apt to threaten her husband. No, Inspector, I think that theory's all wrong. Yeah? <laughs> that surprises me. Well, what's your theory? <laughs> I'm afraid you think my theory was even more inaccurate, Inspector. Let's get going. Going where? Up to the Vinton home, of course. It's our duty to break the news to Roy Vinton that his wife is dead, isn't it? Come along. That's Roy Vinton's house there, Inspector. Yeah, and there's someone turning in at the gate. Maybe it's Vinton. Call to him, Inspector. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Vinton. Vinton, all right, he Stop there, if you like. You gentlemen want to see me. That's right. Your name Roy Vinton? Yes. I'm Inspector Noah Danton. This is Barton Drake. Well, this sounds rather official. I'm afraid we've some bad news for you, Mr. Vinton. Bad news? What kind of bad news? It's, uh, your wife. She's dead. Dead? Yeah. My wife? <laughs> Come, gentlemen. This must be some kind of a joke. I'm sorry, Mr. Vinton, it isn't a joke. Your wife was shot to death two hours ago in an apartment on Waycross Street. Waycross Street. <laughs> this is really amusing. Hey, excuse me for laughing, but... Well, come with me. You might as well go with him, Bart. I want to know what he thinks is funny. I have a hunch that we're not going to like what he thinks is funny, Inspector. Uh, I'm sorry, but uh, I think you men must have the wrong, Roy Benton. However, come in. The second door on the right, There Here we are.
1: Is that you, Roy?
0: Yes, it's I, darling.
1: You're home early, dear. Were these men with you?
0: Only so smoke, Bart. look, yes, I Mrs. Benton seems to be an invalid. Mrs. Benton, gentlemen, has been confined to this wheelchair for ten years.
1: Roy, you haven't introduced me to your friend. The light is so poor, I can't see their faces. Are they someone I know?
0: No, dear. This is Inspector Noah Danton and Barton Trace. Someone mistook the victim in a shooting accident for you, dear, and they came to make inquiries.
1: Shooting accident? Mm-hmm. Oh, someone hurt?
0: It's unimportant, Mrs. Benton. Coming I think we'd better go. Yeah. We're sorry to have troubled you, Mrs. Benton. Oh,
1: that's quite all right. Right, darling, will you put the screen in front of the fire? I'm afraid the sparks might burn the rug. I'll yes. do it. Might
0: strike fire. You're good on a day like this. Well, let's go. I'll see you gentlemen out. Uh, be back in a minute, dear. Well, gentlemen, sorry, I couldn't be more of a help. Guess we got the wrong victim, all right. Well, everybody makes mistakes. You don't have to feel bad, Bart. Oh, I don't feel badly, Inspector. You're fine. I might add that this is one mistake that's going to save us a lot of time and effort. Is that Yes, it is. Mr. Vinton, have you been home since 4 o'clock this afternoon? Since 4 o'clock? Yes. No, why? Mrs. Vinton is alone all day, then. You have no servant. Well, we haven't had for the past week the health situation. Is Excuse me. Hello? Hello. Is this Mr. Roy Vinton. Yes. That's fine. Is Inspector Noah Danton, Dave. Inspector Danton? Hi. Inspector Danton. Hello? Hello, Inspector. This is Officer O'Connor. Yeah, Mike, what's on your mind? It's about that guy named Steve, Inspector. Mr. Drake said he'd returned to the scene of the crime. Yeah, I know. What about it? He didn't return, Inspector. He was already here. I found him under
1: the bed. He was shock. Uh-huh.
0: You know, Bart, I hate the smell of a house. <laughs> yes, it is rather depressing, isn't it, Inspector? Oh, look, there's Mike. Right here, Inspector. He's in this room. Hello, Mike. How is Steve? The doc says he lives. Bullet missed his hat by an inch. Hmm. Can we talk to him, Mike? Well, you sure can, Mr. Dave. He isn't very strong, but he can talk. Good. Come on in. The doctor just left a minute ago. Has anyone else been up here, Mike? Oh, uh-huh, no, sir. I wouldn't let nobody into you, Jim. Idiot. Now, this is Steve, eh? What's your last name, Steve? Who wants to know? I do. My name is Jansen. Inspector Noah Jansen. Oh, cops, huh? Yep. Yeah. Well, you're wasting your time. I don't know anything. Who's got Steve? I don't know. I'm gonna turn off the lights. I, I didn't see anyone. Who was in the room with you when it happened? Sure. Who's there? Well, my girlfriend. Why? Well... Uh-huh. Oh, look, couldn't I, I don't know anything. You know, you were shot, don't you? You know, you didn't shoot yourself. Where did the shot come from? I, I don't know. I heard a noise and turned around, and the lights went out. Next thing I knew, I woke up under the bed and began yelling. Did you ever hear of a man named Roy Binton, Steve? Binten? That's right. No. I... Hey. Wait a minute. Well, what do you want to know for us? Was he up in the apartment? His wife was. We found a body there. Body? Yeah. You need... Let me get this straight. You you found the body of a baby named Mrs. Vinton in Bill's apartment? Then it wasn't who Go on, Steve. Well, well, well. That's a hard one. Look, Topper, do me a favor, will you? We don't do favors for anyone. Do me a favor, will you, Topper? Where can I find this Roy Vinton... Just tell me where I can find him. What do you want to know that for, Steve? He's the
1: guy I've been looking for. i get out of here now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of, yes, of My favorite excitement was too much for him, Inspector. Mike, call a doctor or a nurse. I do, that. Yes. Inspector, you and I are going back to the scene of the crime. <laughs>
1: You, Roy? Yes, it's me. Oh, why didn't you say so. I'm not going to sit in this wheelchair forever, you know.
0: You'll sit there till the heat's off in this deal and like it. Either that or you'll be sitting in the electric chair.
1: Don't try to be funny, Roy. I don't like it.
0: Oh, you don't? And what are you going to do about it?
1: So that's it. You think you've got me where you want me for a change, huh?
0: For a change, yes.
1: Roy, you're still a dope. You couldn't prove a thing without my help. You couldn't even protect yourself. No? No. It's I who has the certificate, you know. Have you? You're darned right... Hey, what do you mean by that crack?
0: You figure it out, you're so smart.
1: Did, did you find...
0: Find the certificate? Yes. Don't you believe me? Here, take a look. Why, you double-cropping Take it little... Sit back there. Now, you see, I'm much stronger than you, better. If I wanted to, no, I No, could. I don't. No, my dear, I don't. Not until I'm quite sure I'm free from suspicion. The certificate is my safeguard.
1: And um, then?
0: Who knows? The future remains with you, my dear.
1: Meaning, I suppose, that you never want to see me again.
0: Meaning mm, exactly that. You've haunted me for a year. It hasn't been pleasant. I've lived in constant fear. I am not going on living that way, even if I have to kill you. Help me move this bed, please, Inspector. Sure, but why? It was under this bed. But Steve woke up and began to yell. Sure, but he isn't here now. There we are. Yeah. I'd say yeah. those were bloodstains on that carpet, wouldn't you, Inspector? Yep. I'd say they were all right, Bart. And proves that Mike and Steve were telling the truth. Let me see now. Come over here by the window, Inspector. Sure. Anything you say. According to Mike's story, he was standing over there, near those ash bells, when he heard the shot. That's where he was standing. Hmm. Well, give him a few seconds to locate the source of the shot, another few seconds to locate the back door of the apartment building... How long would you say it took him to reach the hall outside the door to this room? Oh, maybe three minutes. Maybe only two. All right. Inspector, did it ever occur to you as strange that there were practically no items of identification in the murdered girl's handbag? What of it? The laundry marks on her clothes positively identified her as Mrs. Roy Vincent. Did they? Didn't we see Mrs. Vinton alive in her wheelchair less than an hour ago? Yeah, but uh, there's I... only one link missing in our chain of circumstances, Inspector. I think we'll find the answer to that in Roy Vinton's home. Shall we go? Bring the bell, Inspector. Let's hope that our suspects are still sure enough of their ground to be waiting for us. Oh, so you think that Vinton is our boy, eh? I don't know, Inspector, but I think I can find out. Well, gentlemen, back again. Hello, Mr. Vinton. May we come in? Uh, Yes. All Is your wife at home? Is my wife at home? Yes. Well, naturally. Under the circumstances, she couldn't very well be anywhere else. Why do you ask? Our reasoning may sound ridiculous to you, Mr. Venton, but we feel if she'd been able to go to the scene of the crime, she might possibly have decided to take another stroll around town. The scene of the... Are you out of your mind? Mrs. Venton hasn't taken a step for years. Hasn't she? Mr. Venton, do you mind if we search your wife's bedroom? I certainly do. Now, look here. In Mar- that event, we'll have to place you both under arrest. Place us under arrest? What for? What are the charges? Have you a warrant? In this case, we don't need a warrant. Well, how about it? Oh, you leave me no alternative. I, I can't subject Mrs. Benton to the excitement of being arrested This way, please. Uh, this is my wife's room here at the top of the stairs. Thank you. You may join your wife if you like, Mr. Biddle. I prefer to remain here. We don't care what you prefer. Scram. Very well. What are we going to look for, boss? Frankly, Inspector, I hope we don't find what we're looking for. You hope we don't? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. What is it that we are looking for that we don't want to find? That's a pair of ladies' slacks, Inspector. Ladies' slacks. Well, now. Well, <laughs> there isn't a pair of slacks in the closet. Why should there be? Maybe Mrs. Vinton never wore slacks. She was wearing them when we talked with her before. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Yes, and if a woman buys one pair of slacks, Inspector, she usually buys two pairs. Also, Mike said that the person he saw disappearing down the hall of the apartment house was either a small man or a woman wearing slacks. Oh, wait a minute. Back up. Huh? How could the lady that Mike saw running down the hall be Mrs. Simpson? Mrs. Simpson hasn't been out of a wheelchair for ten years. It wasn't Mrs. Simpson, Inspector. I think it was Steve's girlfriend, Vera. Well, <laughs> oh, don't look so puzzled, Inspector. Come on, let's go downstairs and ask Roy Venton to supply the missing link in our chain. Oh, there you are, Venton. And Mrs. Venton, too. Did you
1: expect I'd have run away, Mr. Drake? Invalids don't just get up and walk whenever they feel like it, you know?
0: Yes, that's quite right. Which prompts me to ask a question, Mrs. Venton. Since your bedroom's at the top of the stairs, I wonder how you get up there every night if you don't walk. How do I... That's a stupid question, Drake. I carry her up. You're a small man, Vinton. No, I don't question your ability to carry your wife upstairs. But it occurs to me that after ten years of it, you'd have arranged a bedroom for Mrs. Vinton on the ground floor. Now, that makes sense. All right, Vinton. Why didn't you do it? None of your business. I'll tell you why you didn't, Vinton. This lady in the wheelchair isn't your wife. Isn't my wife? Now I know you're out of your mind. Can you prove she is? I certainly can. Here. There's our marriage certificate. Uh, we were married 12 years ago in Los Angeles. Yeah. Hmm, this is the same. Roy Benton, and Vera Keith. Vera. that was a first name of Steve's girlfriend. Steve. I don't know what you two are trying to prove. That marriage certificate's in order. If you don't believe me, it'll be a simple matter to contact the Los Angeles City Hall and check their records. Too simple, Benton. Well, Inspector, this is our missing link. Now we know exactly what happened in the apartment. Who was present and why, don't we? Huh? Oh, sure we do. Tell him, Bart. Yes. By all means, tell us, Mr. Drake. If you can prove that Vera isn't my wife... I can't prove that Vera isn't your wife, Jeffrey. But can you deny that you have or uh, had a wife named Shirley? What? Let me recapitulate for you. Twelve years ago in Los Angeles, you married Vera Keith. After a while, you tired off and left her. I suspect that the parting was agreeable to Vera, too. You came to New York, prospered, and in ten years' time practically forgot that you ever were married. I know a lot of guys who'd like to forget that. Go on, Drake. Then what happened? Then you met Shirley and married her, neglecting the formality of divorcing Vera. Then Vera arrived on the scene. You seem quite positive, Mr. Drake. Yes, certainly I am. Instead of charging you with being a bigamist, she decided to indulge in a bit of blackmail. Unfortunately, you loved Shirley. You had your reputation as a businessman to think of. So you had to comply with Vera's request for money. So uh, Vera set herself up in an apartment and got acquainted with a named Steve. Only, she didn't tell Steve about her husband. You're making a grave mistake, Mr. Drake. Am I, Mrs. Benton? Both Shirley and Steve, however, became suspicious that something was wrong. Both came to Vera's apartment tonight with the idea of demanding a showdown. And that's when the fireworks started, eh? That's when the fireworks started, Inspector. The only trouble was that none of those present knew which one was guilty of shooting the other. Oh, uh-huh. so that's why Steve wouldn't talk. Right. When he returned to consciousness, Mike told him that one of the babes had been killed, but since her body had been removed, Steve didn't know which one. No, nor did he know whether or not he had shot her. The same circumstances confronted Beer and Roy Benton. We have laws to protect people from slander, Dick. Vinton here had an answer to their problem, though, or thought he did. She had Vera hastily remove any identification articles from her own purse, exchange it with Shirley's, and then she and Vinton returned here. Only they forgot the laundry marks. they forgot the laundry marks, Inspector. Yeah. Even so, they had the proof that they had been married 12 years ago in Los Angeles. Clever, uh,
1: Mr. Drake. Very clever. But not clever enough to figure this one out. Hey,
0: she's got a gun. Her, don't be a fool. You Keep can't.
1: Keep away, Roy. If you don't,
0: I'll shoot. Get I, I don't care. Well, don't, don't touch me, Drake. Right. Get me that. I won't... I won't. Yeah. I got it,
1: Inspector. Yeah. yeah. I
0: got it. How about Vinton? I'm afraid Vinton is dead, Inspector. Army. Nothing like a peaceful game of chess after an exciting evening, eh, Bud? Right, you are, Inspector. Which will you take, black or white? Neither. I'll take these cream-colored ones. You take the... <laughs> excuse me. They are cream-colored, aren't they, Inspector? Yeah. you are always a fiend for accuracy, so I might as well be. <laughs> Too bad about Benton, eh? Yes. Well, perhaps he's better off. Perhaps he really loved his second wife and didn't see much point in going on without her. Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, think it was him who shot her? Uh, possibly he thought he did. However, ballistics and the fingerprint department will have to determine that. It's, uh, your move, Inspector. Right. Queen pawn up two spaces. How'd you know? Know what? I'll move my queen pawn two spaces also. That Vera wasn't an invalid. Why, the fire in the fireplace, Inspector. It was burning brightly. Benton said he hadn't been home all day. Somebody had to get up and replenish the fuel, Inspector. If Mrs. Benton were really an invalid, she couldn't do it. No mystery about that. Nope, no mystery at all. Not for guys like you. There's a, a reason, of course. Oh, yes. There's a reason, Inspector. It's because mystery is my hobby. Ah.